The views and opinions expressed during this recording may or may not reflect the views of the sponsors of the content. They also do not reflect the views of the employers of those that appear on the show. Views and opinions expressed here expressly belong to those stating them. Enjoy our show. Chop Soccer Podcast. We in the building. What is What's up? Crack your lacking? I can't call it. Cannot call it. Uh, this championship week. Championship teams got a uh, got a cup final on Friday night, so you know which I'm cup? Be, uh, just our men's league, our over thirty men's league, the old man's league. Okay. Uh, so you know I'm gonna be drinking my water and eating my vegetables all week. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to be taking them penalty shots. Yeah, my body's a temple and all that. My body's a temple. Yeah. Is that the uh, the 2024 Globe Gear? Um, yeah, 2023, 2024, um, got the zip up, uh, mm-hmm. I got my initials on one side, Sheesh. Uh, got the number nine on the other Sheesh. side, like, yeah, yeah, this thing's tight. Yeah. This thing's tight. That I keep telling my boys we should, uh, I keep telling my boys we should get enough of these cut to like sell some extra ones. But they like, nah, 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 it's exclusive. But then like uh yeah. one of our boys broke up with his girl and uh like she sent all of his shit to Goodwill. So <gasps> like I, I just happened to be in Goodwill and uh I found one of our training tops. Uh oh my god. That's yeah. crazy. Your yeah, friend but, is right though. Like, do not print them shits. Like, if you don't play here, this ain't for you, bro. Sorry. Yeah. You got plenty of teams around the world you can buy. Not this one. Well, apparently Wrexham's selling more jerseys than Arsenal, if you let them tell it. <laughs> it might be. Nah, nowhere close. Shit, you bought them shits half price of an Arsenal jersey. Of course you could sell more than damn near anybody. <laughs> you yeah. have the visibility. Little twenty five dollar Wrexham kit. Mm-hmm. If that. Yeah, um, that. Let's get into this here docket, man. We got some interesting stuff in here. Uh, let's start with MLS team valuations. That's always the fun one to talk about. Uh, we have word here that team valuations are at an all-time high, but none of the MLS teams make the top 30 in revenue. What does that say about the profitability of MLS? I don't know, bro. Uh, what you mean I mean, you don't know? I think it's, I mean, I think they profitable, but like, they ain't bringing in no revenue, revenue. Like, like, what are some of these numbers, man? Like, I think, like, what is this? Uh, Real Madrid is bringing in like almost a billion dollars a year. Like, uh-huh. yeah, that ain't. Nah, like you, they ain't getting nowhere. MLS as a whole ain't getting nowhere close to a billion dollars a year. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, a year, a year, yeah, yeah, not a year. Yeah, I mean, the whole MLS is not bringing yeah, yeah. in a billion dollars a year. Like, I mean, I guess what is this? Uh, Los Angeles FC is worth a billy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what are there, five teams or four teams worth of Billy now when that stadium gets built? Uh, mm-hmm. In New York, you'll have five teams worth of Billy. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So, I mean, like, you know, the, the guys are the guys are worth the money, but, like, you know, they ain't, they ain't bringing in no – they ain't bringing in no cheddar like that. Um, which, which one of these teams – let's talk exclusively MLS teams because we know, like, mm-hmm. they ain't really making no bills. Which one of these is surprising to you? Or any of them surprising to you? Um, none of them are. Well, mm, maybe Seattle is a little surprising at uh-huh. $795 million because they don't own their stadium. Yeah. Um, outside of that, none of this is really surprising. The only thing I will say is that... This is totally okay. Oh, yeah. Revenue does not mean profit. Yeah. And yes, these teams have a lot of revenue from ticket sales, from jersey sales, from 
uh, TV and all that, all the sponsorships, but the player salaries absolutely fucking cratered yeah. that revenue yeah. every season. And that is the beauty of MLS from an investor standpoint, not from a fan standpoint, from an investor standpoint, your money is protected. The valuation is a real valuation on what the team can bring in in revenue, plus other assets that are quote unquote permanent. Yeah. And that is most important. Like you need slow, long money. Pause. Hey. Um, so, you know, revenue is great if you can keep all of it. And none of these top 30 teams are keeping any of this shit. Player salaries are just so outrageous in the global market in a way that MLS is not. And that's why a part of why these teams' valuations are so high and why it's so attractive for someone to pay the outrageous sum for an expansion fee to be within this exclusive club. Yeah. No, I mean, 100%. I, um, I mean, I think that's the big, like, that's the big... I guess like elephant in the room mm-hmm. for some of these uh, teams is that like, you know, a lot of these, so like take Real Madrid, right? Mm-hmm. Like their operating income is in like the negative thirties. Right. Like, you know, they bring in eight hundred million a year, but yeah. they basically operate at a loss because yeah. so much of that money is like passed through. Right? Like mm-hmm. you're just not gonna get that in the MLS. Like you it's are just to not gonna get that in the MLS. And you know, um, you know, like LAFC's worth a billion, um, you know. Their revenue is at like a hundred million a year, and mm-hmm. they operate at like a nine million dollar profit or something like that. Sheesh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> that's nice. Nine million a year off a side hustle. You got to remember, all these niggas, MLS to them is a side hustle, bro. <laughs> that well, shit ain't even. Huh? I'm trying to see what that be like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, oh my god, what a life, huh? Yeah, I mean, let's see. Let me see if I can find Inter Miami's. Uh, well, yeah, because these are twenty twenty three numbers. They uh, they haven't come. They, the other ones haven't come back yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'm trying to see what that be like. That's that's nice. That yeah, is nice. Um, I think you'll be happy to know that Chicago Fire FC is not at the bottom of the league. I don't I don't even want to get into I don't even want to get into the fire. They're like I mean, I think isn't Chicago like the third largest metro in uh in the US right now? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's easily in the top to five. That one real quick. Yeah, it's easily in the top five, top largest ten metros in the US. Um, let's see. As of twenty twenty three, Chicago is third. Yeah. And but they kind of uh, break it up. So it's like New New York New York, Newark. Yeah. New York, New Jersey, PA area. Yeah. LA, Long Beach, Anaheim, and then Chicago, Naperville, Elgin. Yeah, that's the that's that's the crazy. Run. Yeah, I mean, it's the third largest metro, but, like, the franchise is, like, number 22 in valuation with a 1% growth. (laughs) Like, fuck out of here, man. They keep ignoring the city, bro. They want to be Eastern European so fucking bad. I know, man. I know. It is. It's another subject for another day. Yeah. But I mean, like, not for nothing, Houston and Dallas are right down here with us. 
mm-hmm. which is that's the surprising part to me is like, you know, how, you know, how Houston, Dallas and Chicago are top five metros, but mm-hmm. aren't even cracking like the top 10. Yeah. Like it's, it's just nowhere close. And I mean, to me, that's just like L.A. has two teams. L.A. has two teams in, in the right. top five. Like NYCFC is in the top five. And where's Red Bull? I mean, at least <laughs> Red Bull's where's right who? down here with us. 19. Yeah, right New down Jersey, here. bro. That's that's the proof right there that they are in New Jersey. Bro, yeah. No one cares. He said that's the proof they're in New Jersey. No oh. one cares, bro. Holy Shots fired. Pew, pew. <laughs> pow, pow. A little pow pow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. I mean, that is what it is. I I think like just from a observer standpoint of like the business of MLS, this is super interesting to see. And when you understand, if you are an entrepreneur or just have an entrepreneurial curiosity, you know these are the things you want to look at to better understand how and why of this league and sport that you love. Um, you know, how can they afford to pay all these salaries? How can they afford to do this? How can they build a stadium? It's like this. You got to tuck that money somewhere and make it grow. Revenue is not profit. They are, uh, I mean, some of these teams are doing well, right? Mm -hmm. Like enter Miami with Messi, the Messi effect that, that boosted them into the top three. They had a 74% value change year over year. And I mean, you know, like not for nothing, like some of these teams, like they might not be the best, but it ain't negative, you know? Right. Facts. Nobody's negative. Nobody's negative growth. Nobody's negative growth. And that is like, that's what it's about. That's what it's about for the investors, man. I don't want to lose my money. I want to grow it. Mm-hmm. Year over now, year. As for the competition, that's another conversation. <laughs> you know, I mean, the investors aren't here for the competition. You know, not like, at all, bro. <laughs> that's what they don't want. Well, right? <laughs> like you know, investors don't want no competition. Like you know, they want to sit here and get a check every month. They want to collect right. that check. Um, let's jump into some more fun stuff than valuations and all that shit. That's uh, you know, shit, rich people talk. Money, that shit fun as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk MLS kits and NWSL kits. So we know with the new season very, very near. What are we like? Uh, two A weeks month. away? Three weeks away? Yeah. Damn, that's whew, right around the corner. Um, EA FC, the soccer video game, has leaked many of the 2024 MLS kits ahead of their releases. Um, This is probably the third or fourth time that EA has done this. I don't know why they can't get this right, but keep on at it because I needed to see this kit and I'm so happy to see it. In addition to the one I wanted to see, I got. 23 others was it yeah that's a nice that's a nice little come up so let's get into these man i will run through all the names very very quickly we won't address all of them but we will pick out some favorites uh there were the sounders whitecaps new england nashville austin nycfc montreal philly red bull rsl dc charlotte colorado orlando skc toronto the galaxy and the quakes you gotta right. release. You gotta release the rest of them. <laughs> I know, have... right? You might as well now. Go ahead and drop the code, bro. <laughs> Shit. Um, Ken. Yeah. Pick your top three. Um. Okay. Let's see. My top three are probably going to be, um, in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, that Portland kit. Um, okay, it was either going to be the Portland kit or the Sounders kit. Um, I 
couldn't take both of them, but uh, Wait, I think, where's Portland? Portland's not here. Um, I think Portland is on there. No, I think Portland got leaked, or maybe they just went ahead and released it. Um, yeah, actually, never mind. They just went ahead and released it. They didn't. Uh, Portland just released theirs. It was like, like this. Um, okay. Uh, in that case, then I am going to go um, with the Seattle kit, um, the Sounders kit. Uh, I think I'm going to go with, um, you're going to hate me for this one. Uh, I'm probably going to go with the Red Bulls kit. Um, yeah, I'm a... Hey man, I like I I don't like Red Bull the team, but like I like Red Bull the brand. So like I'm always just gonna kind of be on board for that. And then uh, I think I'm gonna go with that San Jose uh, Earthquakes kit with the OG logo. Okay, um, it's it's kind of clean. Um, I wish they would have leaked the Miami Miami Dolphins kit. They didn't leak that one. They leaked the pink one. Um, well, they yeah. just released that one. That's on the store and everything. They like, we about to get this messy money real quick. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a fuck about. They gonna use the messy money to print all the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's a bag. Oh my <laughs> that's god, a bag. So yeah, I'll go Seattle Red Bull and the OG San Jose. Okay, Seattle Red Bull and San Jose. I am going in no particular order, but I'm picking the home team first. That NYCFC callback to the inaugural season away shirt. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me, not away shirt. Secondary shirt is an instant classic for me. Contrasting sleeves, black. Oh my God. I need it. It is like tight. now. Somebody got a box somewhere with these shits. I need it. <laughs> so that's one. Um, two, I am probably going to slide Charlotte in there, man. I actually like that. I like the way that gradient plays yeah. dark to up to the white with a black uh, sleeve rings, black collar. That's that's nice, man. I'm not yeah. mad at that at all. Um, a lot of these are really cool, to be honest, but I just... I. Those are my top two there. And then for three, I must go and jump on your bandwagon with the Seattle, man. That's cold. It's just yeah. so different. Um, it's got the retro vibe. That's very cool, man. Honorable mention to the Revs, the okay. Quakes, and Austin. Okay. I think yeah. my honorable mention. Uh, I think my honorable mention is going to be DC. Yeah, like, not mad at that at all. That shit's nice. That DC United kit. It's really hard to consistently do black kits, mm -hmm. but like you know, somehow or another, like uh, this year they put together a good one. Yeah, they yeah. put together a good one. They are uh, bad. They leaked the NWSL kits too, man. Like yeah. yeah. EAFC, oh man, what is y'all doing, bro? <laughs> what is y'all doing? I wish I could tell you, man. How does this happen? How do you think this happens? Um, it's very simple. Somebody said, "Hey, intern, go load this code." No, nah, I don't think they gave no intern access to the code. <laughs> but <laughs> whoever went to load the code. And it was supposed to be like time locked. Yeah. But they put either the wrong date or something like that. And so when people upload the game and I mean, open up the game and it updates, it shows them the newest kits before they're supposed to be seen. But yeah. I feel like there's some internal reason, like they can't just like hit a button and upload it. The, the, files need to be in the code already mm -hmm. and they should have like a go live trigger or something. I don't know how it works, but there's some reason that this keeps happening. And I don't like, I'm glad actually because MLS for no reason at all drags the kit releases out for so long. Yeah. We don't have shit else to do in the off season. 
leak yeah. the damn shirts early and let people buy them. Yeah. Yeah, like opening day, you should have like opening day, you should have your like home kit for the season, like yep. in the tuck. Like you should be able to like I totally think this is just like a marketing like snafu 100%. by in WSL and uh MLS. Because yeah. if you look at if you look at like any other club or whatever, like if you look, especially like English clubs are good for this. Like, you know, your opening day Jersey is going up like now. Yeah. Right. Like the leaks are already starting to drop for like 24, 25, like, you know, home kits and stuff mm -hmm. like that, because they want you to have that kit. Like, day one they want right. you to have the away kit day one and what i think what i think the problem is for nwsl and mls is that like kits aren't really a big business so they don't really have the attention to detail that like you know if you was really making money off your kits or like if kits were like a large part of your like revenue mm -hmm. then you would just have more attention to detail to something like this but i think kits are kind of like a second thought like they're definitely kind of like an afterthought in the way that like you know just sports jerseys in america really are like people don't buy sports jerseys for the name on the front they buy them for the name on the back in america mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like you buy your favorite player's jersey you right. just don't buy like a Lakers or like, you know, a like chiefs Jersey or whatever. And it don't have a number on the back. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you still kind of get a lot of that with MLS and NWSL where just the attention to detail on doing a drop, like just isn't there for a lot of teams. Yeah. I think the reason or one of the reasons is just, the difficulty of maintaining interest yeah in a dead window i think it's easier for mls and the clubs to build up all this excitement and desire for the jersey that you can't get and then when it gets near you know the opening day then you make the kits available. People can order or pre-order because they're all in the excitement mode for the start of the season, as opposed to dropping it in the off season. You buy the Jersey, you know, you're excited for the two, three days. And then by the time the season rolls around, you're just kind of like restarting, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a little weird, but you know, they, they do it the way they do it. It is what it is. EAFC, you keep leaking these shits, and I'll keep trying to get them early. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think one thing that we can agree on is that, like, a lot of this matters a lot more to the fans than it does to, like, the owners. Mm hmm And you're right. Like, there is... There isn't enough of a off-season cycle in either the MLS or the NWSL to like really make these a thing the way you would see in other like markets. Yeah, because also the off-season cycle in other markets are the summer. Right. 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 And that's and when we're they on come. A completely different schedule. Yep, and that's when they come to the U.S. and that's when they like run up the U.S. market. Like they basically take your trap. Like they basically take our trap. Like they come in over the summer in the height of our seasons and be like, you know what? Like all this shit's well and good and all, but like you know, we about to bring our teams over here and basically step on y'all shit and sell our dope, yeah. like on y'all blocks in the yeah. middle of the season. I mean, yeah, I I just feel like MLS could for example, why are these new jerseys not available for Christmas? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Losing. It's not that that long. Like if you yeah. work on your off-season content cycle, you drop the New Jerseys for the 2024 season. People, you could even, you could really, really fucking play with people if you drop the limited edition, like a, a early version of the jersey that's only available for that Christmas season. And then you like swipe a detail off for the general release at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Man, people are or that's what not for nothing you wouldn't even and like european teams do this so well like not for nothing you wouldn't even have to release a home and away every year Mm -hmm. if you did some type of abstract training jersey Mm, yeah that like you know teams wear before they like you know like they're warm-ups right like yeah i wouldn't i mean I, we do that throughout the season you get the military joint and the cure kick kick, kick childhood cancer or something like that got a bunch of those well i mean i'm not booing cancer but like boo, yeah, tomato <laughs> tomato tomato that's whack that's whack like if i was an mls team the, the way jerseys are like moving anyway i would have a base home and a base away that I would keep for a couple years and then I would just flame niggas with like training jerseys and like warm-up jerseys that don't have anything really to do with my home and aways, but like it just gives you the ability to be way more creative with it, right? Like you could just be way more creative with it if you don't have to wear it on the field. Yeah. And then you just have people wearing them doing warm-ups. Like, you know, I would have a U.S. Open Cup, like, you know, special edition joint mm-hmm, that's like mm-hmm. whatever, like, you know. And you could drop the price point on them, too. Like, you know, you could, you know, you could step on the dope a little bit and sell more of it, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you drop the price point to, you know, $40, $50, you know, for this train and release kit or whatever. Man, you move so many of those. Yeah. And I yeah. think... I think that's what uh, like European teams do so well is that like their their home kits are just like basically rebrands that nobody really buys. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, they're giving you like nine or ten kits a year. Yeah, and like MLS is like MLS and NWSL is working so hard to get you to buy their first kit. And it's like, nah, bro, like, you know, like, keep your shit really basic. Like, you know, like, if you, like, for example, like, uh, NYCFC, like, you know, their home kit is always going to be sky blue. Yeah. Right? Like, and that's what you become known for. And then, like, you know, you get your away kit going, you get your second kit going, like, you know, you get like some training stuff or whatever, but like, you know, like don't step on what people, like, I can't tell you what color Chicago Fire's home kit's going to be this year because it was blue for a time. It was red for a time. Like, you know, it was white for a time. Like, don't nobody yeah. know, man. Yeah. Let's jump into these NWSL kits. We got uh, six here, six leaks. Yeah. Uh, Two from Gotham FC, the current champions. They have their now classic sash in black with some like kind of gradient line pattern on the side. This is a very low res image, so I can't really see what the detail is. But it actually yeah. looks very nice, even in low res. And yeah. then um, a white one with some sort of teal gradient. Um, also very, very nice. Angel City with some wings. Very, very beautiful. The Washington Spirit with a yellow version of the Gotham kit. I'm a little not okay with that. Um, Nike is always talking about, well, not always, but. I've mentioned several times on this podcast how Nike was, you know, so adamant about how many combinations you can make with their new template set instead of just, you know, a basic template and everything still looks the same because the three of same. these have the same graphic. 
So the thorns have this black to gray gradient. Gotham has, you know, Liberty green or whatever it is to white. And then Washington has yellow to light yellow. Yeah. So meh. They're all uh, okay, but just meh. And then Orlando, the pride, Lord have mercy, flexing on these mofos with some like tropical leaf looking oranges. Like Man, this shit is fire. Woo. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Ken, not enough jerseys here to pick three, even though you could. What's your number one in this set of six? Um, I'm kind of, man, don't, don't get me. There's, there's so much happening here under, like under the radar, like, um, but I'll just say that my favorite probably still is the angel city kit. Okay. Nice like, too. I just like what they do, like, consistently with, like, you know, the variation of the wings. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bothered that, just in general, that most of the league is moving to some, well, I won't say most, but a fair amount of the league um, is moving to some variation of having black as one of their base colors i mean the full-on the spirit of just full-on rebranded away from red white and blue yeah which i think is actually madness to be in the nation's capital and like because i mean now you're just like dc united like dc united's black and red and the spirit are going black and yellow i believe right and i mean i mean that's kind of what you want in a way, no, a little bit of synergy between your men's and women's team, whether they have the same ownership or not. I mean, I get it, but some areas are just known for some colors, right? Like, you know, like I DC more known for those colors than new England. I mean, I think that was a fuck up from the very beginning, right? Like, you know, like I think one of the things that like DC sports in general has kind of like fucked up is letting New England like steal their trap, right? Because you got like the New England Revolution, like you got like the New England Patriots, like... That should be like Washington DC style stuff, right? Like, you know, like if you're gonna be the Washington spirit and you not red, white, and blue, like you gotta change the name at some point, you know? It might be coming. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is. They're gonna because... rename the team Kang Gang. Kang Gang. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I mean, I think Angel City, uh, Angel City is probably my favorite one. I'm not really a fan of, uh, I'm not really a fan. I'm just not really a fan of the Gotham colorways, man. Like, I don't, maybe it's because it's based off of the Liberty Mm -hmm. almost, but like, I'm just not a fan of it. Like, I think you. Are you surprised? No. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's New Jersey. Yeah. I think if you're a real New York team, you've got to have orange somewhere in your um, logo. That's hitting below the belt, Ken. What? Are you taking shots all the way from Chicago? I mean, once again, like I'm not trying to, like area teams are known for certain stuff. Like, you know, like the Yankees are blue and white, you know, the pinstripes, Knicks, pinstripes. Yep. The Knicks are blue, white, and orange. The Mets are blue and orange. Like, I mean, 
you know, I guess you count the Brooklyn Nets, but I mean, like your traditional teams, like in the New York area are blue, white, and orange in some combination, right? Like if you go down to Miami, like, you know, it's teal and orange, whether or not you're the Dolphins, whether or not you're the Hurricanes, um, for a while, like, you know, I, are, are Miami Marlins baseball? Like, I mean, that's new cause they came around in the nineties because yeah. like you know, they needed a team down there cause everybody was just Yankees fans. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like you're known for areas are known for certain colors is my old thing. And if you like, you know, if you're going to introduce like black and teal into the mix, like, I don't, I don't think it like, you know, it's the synergy of the city, you know, like the Chicago fire here with like the bears and the Cubs and the Sox, like, you know, it's just kind of the synergy of the city. Like most of our teams have animal names or have some type of animal relation, right? Mm -hmm. Like Chicago fire. Uh, People see my original Chicago fire stuff and like, <laughs> like you work like, for the fire department. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> The bulls, <laughs> right? Like you gotta have a, you gotta have an animal name or like, you know, some type of animal relation for Chicago or be the socks. Right. Yeah. And then what do we have? We've got, you know, the fire and the red stars, the red stars is actually pretty good branding. Cause it's kind of wrapped itself in the city, mm-hmm. like the city flag, flag or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, that would be my only thing. Gotcha. Which one, uh, which one do you like the most? Is it going to be the Gotham one? Yeah, probably the sash one I, of yeah. that set. Like I do like the Orlando oranges thing. Yeah. Uh, but I can see how that could be a lot for anyone not an Orlando Pride fan. And I like obnoxious and I still think like that is extra obnoxious. And they so were just I purple see, last year. Hmm? They were just purple last year. Is it their home or their away? No, they had some I mean they're always going to be purple, but they did have some sort of like weird alternate kit. Yeah. That was some like all over print deal. I don't remember what color it was, but this is not the first time they've taken a stark departure from their regular team colors. Yeah, and I think oh, this it was is- like the the galaxy joint. It was purple into like stars. Yeah, yeah. And this is their cool. away. This is their away. Yeah, that we're talking about right now. So, so yeah, I mean, it's fine. I I like it, but just from like a standard clean look, the Gotham sash is very dope. Yeah, executed very well. Um, all right, so more NWSL news. Let's jump into their schedule. Woo! Schedule is out, and they are also launching their own streaming service. So I want to know what some, what are some of the games you're looking forward to, and will you get the NWSL streaming service app? Are you going to pay for it? Uh, well, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to pay for it, but right. the good news is uh, it's free. Oh, it's free? I didn't yes. even see that. So, um, and that's why I'm not going to pay for it. Like, you know, because, um, so some things were hidden in like the announcements that like you kind of have to piece together, like you have to do the math on. So first, the NWSL deal did not include all of their games. So like, you know, certain games are going to be shown on ION. Certain games are going to be shown on Paramount plus Uh, a couple games are going to be on ABC. Like the opener is actually going to be on like terrestrial television. So like if you got the bunny ears or whatever, you can watch like the NWSL opener. You got the bunny (laughs) ears. Yes, sir. Yeah. So if you got the bunny ears, you can uh, you can watch the NWSL opener. Um, Let's see some of the games that I'm looking forward to. Um, Probably um, the NWSL championship rematch, uh, Gotham and Seattle Reign. Yeah, Um, that's going to be a good one. 
Um, any of the expansion teams, especially the California Bay FC, like mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see Bay FC play Angel City mm-hmm. and see them play the wave. So just like any of those California games are always going to be good ones. Yeah. Um, let's see. Portland and Seattle Rain, those are always good. Um I'm so glad their name is back. Yeah, me too. Um, I really just think anything on the West Coast, man, like I am going to be super excited. I really think the NWSL might have a problem on their hands. Um, because like just pound for pound, like all of the traction for women's soccer is headed west Mm -hmm. right like well is that true with gotham and the whole fucking u.s women's national team over here uh, i don't don't know bro i don't know if that's gonna be enough juice to hold down the whole east coast Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right fair enough if you talk like top to bottom if you talk east coast teams versus west coast teams top to bottom like you got Angel City, San Diego Wave, Bay FC, Portland, Seattle Rain. Like, you go East Coast, what do you got? You got Gotham, the Spirit, the Courage, um, Orlando. Like, it's getting a little thin, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think that, like, you know, I think that the league... I don't think it's a bad thing, but I mean, you know, I think I think they're going to have a problem. I think they're going to have a problem on their hands, especially yeah. if like the spirit underperformed this year. If like, you know, if the spirit underperformed this year, if Gotham for some reason, like, yeah, I don't I don't know how. But if this Gotham team isn't good, like for some reason this year, like they're going to have a problem on their hands. They could easily not be good. It's too much star power in one place. I mean, on a club team. I get it. I get it. You know, they they very easily could not be good, but it's just hard to see how like, yeah. you know, with the roster that loaded, like <laughs> it's just hard go to go back see to back, bro. Yeah, it's hard to see how they're not going to be good. If they yeah. don't go back to back, is it a bust? No, I I would say no, because it's I just think it's too difficult for uh, NWSTL teams to go back to back. Like there's just so much parity in the league that like I think I could easily see what happened, what happening. I could easily see what happens to Gotham is that they have a really good regular season and then they get knocked out in the playoffs. And there's just like no shame in that because especially if they make another deep playoff run, because I mean, like nobody expected them to win this year. Like Mm -hmm. this was the one nobody expected them to win. Right. So if they don't win this year, well, last year was the one, you know, nobody expected them to win. So if they don't win this year, I think it's going to be a letdown. But in the grand scheme of things, like having one of two isn't bad. Getting a title anywhere, like isn't bad. Because I mean, look at the spirit. Trinity Rodman got a title her rookie year. Was it? She won one her rookie year, and she hadn't been close since then. Right. right? right. So you know that. Do that's you how think? Um, do you think they can take the Challenge Cup? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Challenge Cup has actually been replaced. Is it? Yeah, I think they turned the I think Challenge Cup NWSL. Yeah, I think they just turned it into a game. Um, a game? I don't know how I missed that. Um, let me see. 2024 will be a preseason match between the Shield holder and the champions. Yeah, like the Community Shield. Oh, that's lame as hell. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they just turned it into a game. Yeah, because it yeah. used to be a whole like midseason tournament, which I actually yeah. think is a fumble. I think they fumbled that bag, dude. Like, you've got to have some type of like in season cup or something. Right. Like, 
I don't like, right. you know. Matter of fact, did we meet watching the Challenge Cup? Yeah. During COVID year? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, shit. What yep, a time. We were doing Challenge Cup watch parties. What a time. Yep. COVID year, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Bro, You can't, that's not okay. What? Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. I did not. I did not. Bro, I did not mean to say that. My bad. I like to apologize to the listeners. That is my bad. I Whoa. Did what that. are you doing? Listen to too much fucking rap music, man. <laughs> Get that oh shit out. Put on some R and B records, man. Bars. Oh my god, I did not mean to say that. I did. Oh man, I did not. But even, yeah, I didn't even think about it. Um, do you think the NWSL only streaming service will one sustain and two be enjoyable? <sighs> I think they fumbled the bag. I think they fumbled the bag, bro. I think they fumbled the bag because you can't, like we talked about this last week, you can't start out with a free service and then like price increase it. Mm -hmm. Because even if they were going to like, not for nothing, even if they were going to hit us for like $4.99 or something or like $3.99 or something, like you gotta, like you got to make people pay something initially and then like you know once you get them used to paying then you can hit them with the price increase like the way a lot of these other streaming services have been doing like incrementally like price increasing that way but like starting it free and then being like all right like you know like next year we on like it's like nah you're gonna you're gonna see a massive drop off in like subscriptions yeah like, yeah, I get, I, I get it, but I, I also know that it's necessary. Like in the way that MLS has their, I mean, well, actually before they had the the deal with Apple, you could go into the MLS app and see highlights and replays and stuff like that. So it's, it's par for the course. You have to have it. So you might as well. You know, do it for free and like just get people used to the idea of, hey, this resource is here so you can come and get straight content straight from the source with no like extra shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this will play out, actually, but it's good that it's free. And we'll see what other type of content they add to make it something that you want to be able to use on a regular basis. And I'm sorry that you want to decide to use on a regular basis and also something that you won't have an issue paying for in the future. Yeah, because inside, uh, so it's two things like inside the U S you get 70 matches. Um, you get highlights from every match and you get previous seasons. Um, outside the U.S., you get 121 matches, um, including playoffs in the championships, full match replays, and highlights from every match. Did you um, say 120 matches outside the U.S.? Mm-hmm. You know what that means. VPN. VPN. <laughs> we some Negroes, man. Yeah, Negroes, man. If you hadn't noticed before, maybe this is your moment. <laughs> the real Negroes, yeah. Oh my God, VPN. That might be the title of the episode. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. They have a. They're supposed to have a actual app coming too. So like, and not just like a phone app, like a TV app for like your Roku and like your um, Apple TV or your Fire Stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm excited. And I mean, actually not for nothing, 
in the next, I think they have like a four or five year deal. So like in four or five years, if like, you know, they have like NWSL plus and it's just like standalone and all their games are there and that's where you buy all, like that's where you have to go watch all their games. And mm-hmm. it's like four ninety nine or something. Like I'm not going to hold you. I'm probably going to end up doing it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, let's see what happens. Um, you know, domestic soccer is on the way back. I'm super excited. I can't wait for this season. I hope my team is good because they were not good last year. Um, Ken, I'll just say a prayer for you. I mean, <laughs> not not for nothing. I don't have Chicago Fire season tickets anymore. Ooh. And this is my first year having Red Star season tickets. Oh, going to support the mandem. That's nice. Yeah, supporting the mandem. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, can't be mad at that. Lauren Donaldson um, is our head coach. Mm-hmm. He's Jamaican. I think we've got two Jamaican players also. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we've got China Matthews. I think she still plays for the team. And then uh, we we signed uh, the Ivory goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's Ivory. Yeah, she's not ebony. She's an ivory. Jamaican. Ivory, <laughs> ivory Jamaican. There so yeah, uh, I've got uh, Red Star season tickets. Looking, woo, woo. And the fire are out. I can't blame you, man, because boy, they are questionable. Just all their moves are questionable, man. And we always recycle the same like stuff. Like we've our coach now has been an interim coach like four different times for the fire. So, like, they always just keep them around. When results start going bad, they just bring them in. And it's like, all right, like, I know what's up. Like, you know, like, you're not going to run that play on me. Like, I, I know what's up. Yeah. Like, you ain't trying. You are not trying. Uh, they haven't been trying for a long time. And if they are trying, boy, you need a new coach or something. Not coach, but like a new GM or owner that can like give y'all a better playbook because the one they are repeatedly using is just not successful and is not going to be successful. Well, we thought the new owner was going to do it. And then he became a new owner. He tried to do the little European thing where like you own like a European club and a club here. And like, that's supposed to give you the pipeline and right. he, he bought his guy like, you know, from that club here and like. Yeah, not it. One percent <laughs> growth. I mean, <laughs> you know, one percent growth. We'll just we'll just. Yeah, yeah, just. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said. And with that, this was Chop Soccer episode 217. <laughs> We up out of here. We'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.